Good morning. It's Memorial Day, Monday, May 27th, and time for WQXR's Washington Report Online. Joining us now, as he does every week, is Chief Washington Correspondent for the New York Times, David Sanger. Good morning, David. Morning, Carrie. David, President Obama's speech last week about the winding down of the permanent state of war the U.S. has been in since 9-11 has generated lots of commentary from those who thought it was long overdue to those who say it was naive. How did it strike you? You know, it's an interesting speech to talk about on Memorial Day because it was essentially a speech about why a state of perpetual war is not possible. And I thought actually one of the the most effective moments of it was when he quoted Madison, who said something to the effect of a nation that's in perpetual war cannot sustain its own liberties. And I think that was his core message. And that, of course, covers uh, both why he wanted to begin to move the drone program out to the public and why he wants to close uh, Guantanamo Bay. Uh, But the reason it's been so controversial is that there is something of an orthodoxy that the only alternative to conducting this kind of perpetual war on terror, to use the phrase that President Bush used, was to go back to a law enforcement approach to dealing with terrorism, which uh, was essentially what Bill Clinton did. And I think what you heard uh, President Obama attempting to do was when the middle way, saying there would be selected drone strikes, for example, but opening up the possibility that he would allow a court to review whether or not those strikes were uh, were warranted, uh, that it would not simply be within uh, the realm of the executive. And to move to a position where the United States would conduct uh, operations that were a mix of legal and, and military. Well, the interesting thing is that President Obama has ordered six times as many drone strikes in Pakistan as President Bush did, and that he doubled down in Afghanistan. It, it is interesting because... The big question about this speech is, will there be a disconnect between the ideals of the speech and what he actually does? And we've seen that before. He gave a a fabulous speech in Cairo before the Arab Spring about an American approach to the Middle East that really hasn't been executed on terribly well. Uh, He's given big speeches on drawing down America's nuclear forces that kind of ran out of steam. And I think that's frequently identified as one of the weaknesses of this administration, that he puts enormous effort into these very well-thought-out speeches, but execution has been a a sore spot. Let's turn to the leak investigations, David. The Times reported yesterday that the Justice Department and FBI have been investigating to discover the sources of another reporter's revelations, yours, about the efforts to undermine the Iranian nuclear program with a computer worm. So how does your case differ from those of the AP and Fox News? Well, Kerry, in the case of the AP, uh, the news organization learned a few weeks ago that the Justice Department had um, secretly uh, gone out to get the numbers uh, dialed out of its bureaus and by some of its reporters and their cell phones. The Justice Department had to reveal that to them. So far, the Times has received no such notification. That doesn't necessarily mean that they didn't do it, but they certainly haven't uh, made such a notification yet. The other big thing to remember about the events surrounding the uh, Iranian uh, cyber worm is that the big uh, disclosure in the case didn't come from a leak. It came from a technological error. The worm itself got out in 2010 in the summer and started replicating itself around the world. 
And so the Iranians discovered by late 2010 that they had not only been attacked, but they got to read the actual code that attacked them. Um, so uh, the, the follow-on stories were really about how the United States and Israel accomplished this, uh, but weren't about the fact itself. I think that's a, a significant difference. Thanks a lot, David. Thank you, Carrie. New York Times Chief Washington Correspondent David Sanger. I'm Carrie Nolan, and that's The Washington Report on Classical 105.9 FM WQXR.